Welcome to the Dietitian's Dish Podcast. We are Gina and Nicole, two dietitian mamas and good friends living in Ohio and Michigan. This is a podcast dedicated to making whole family wellness more fun and less stressful. Whether you're listening in the car or slumped on the couch with a glass of wine, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Nicole. And I'm Gina. And today we are dishing about Halloween, fall, holiday traditions, and beer, all the good stuff. But first, let's catch up a little bit. Do you know what's new? What's exciting? Okay, so I have two boring things to talk about, and they're both involving medications. For starters, you know, I've I've mentioned this on the podcast before that Paige has GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disease, and she's had it, she's probably had it since she was born, but I only recently, when she was four, actually brought her in to get diagnosed with a, uh, an upper GI series. So she's been on Zantac for the past two years. And you've probably heard in the news that I guess it has some cancer causing compound, which, you know, there are probably lots of things that we ingest on the, on a daily basis that has a cancer causing compound, but it was so, I guess, there was enough in it to cause enough concern that CVS and Walgreens pulled it from their shelves. The the medication has not been recalled, at least not that I'm aware of, but they pulled it from the shelves. So, you know, when I first heard about this, I was like, well, I'll still, I'll still give it to Paige because it works for her. She hasn't thrown up in two years from GERD, which is what her main symptom was, was throwing up. So what's the big deal? I just give it to her once a day. But then when CVS and Walgreens started pulling it from the shelves, I was sort of like, okay, maybe this is more serious than I thought. So I've switched her to Pepsid Complete. And it just all, all I'm really getting at here is it's good news. It's it's starting, it works just as well as the Zantac. I was super nervous that it wasn't going to work well and she was going to get sick again, but it's been great. I'm just I'm, I guarantee some of our listeners take Zantac. I know a lot of my friends yeah, take it's it. It's so popular. Exactly. I know so many people who take it on a regular basis. So it's just, you know, I, it's, I think I mentioned this before. You never know. This is one of the reasons why I don't like taking a medication on a regular basis. Anything. Going back to the birth control that I talked about the other day. Mm-hmm. It's, you never know what they're going to come up with, that, that, you know, saying about how it's not beneficial for some reason or another. But in this case, they the company was adding this compound. Now, who knows if they knew anything about the link to cancer? I'm I want to guess that they did not, but you know, don't don't put it in your medicine. Come on. So maybe they'll come out with it again and, and take it out. Who knows? I, I would think they would because no one's taking it anymore. They're not making any money, I'm mm-hmm. sure. So good news is it's, it seems to be working well for her Pepsi complete. So I'm curious if any of our listeners have kids who did the same switch or who, if they themselves had to switch uh, as well. And then moving on to another medicine topic, like I said, I talked about birth control last time to get rid of my zits, which I decided against. I did buy the birth control, but I decided not to take it. Instead, I went to a dermatologist instead of my OBGYN. What a smart move, right? <laughs> And he talked about different medicines. My my acne is not that bad. Honestly, I probably get one or two giant painful zits a month. And it's always right around that two weeks before my period. He said a couple of things that were interesting. He said that dairy and carbs actually do promote zits. So not to say that, you know, if you eat dairy or you eat carbs, you're going to get zits. But overeating those foods actually does cause zits. So 
here, I thought that was all an old wives' tale. He said it was actually a true statement, which I found interesting because I've actually increased my carbs. I think I've mentioned before, I'm not counting my carbs anymore, so I'm sure I'm eating more. So I wonder if that has played a role. Regardless, I'm not going to start counting my carbs again or do anything with regards to that. He he actually gave me a subscription or excuse me, a prescription for Ack Zone, which is something I actually reached out on my Instagram about and asked some friends what they're doing about zits in their 40s or, you know, late 30s. And someone had mentioned this. So he wrote me a prescription for this of his own volition. I didn't even bring it up, honestly. So, so far, so good. I'm about 10 days out from my period. I do have one zit, but it has truthfully not gotten even close to as big as my other zits have gotten. It's not painful. Uh, so not to say that I'm never going to get a zit again. I, I know that's not, that's not a miracle cure, but you know, even if I could just get 50% less, I will be happy. So yeah. Cool. What about you? What's new? I've got zit news and GERD news. So boring. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> okay. Well, my first is an update that, um, my sister-in-law shared that a spinner is not a thing. <laughs> just passing that along if you were was it two episodes ago we were talking about Gina's calling a spin bike a spinner um it's okay Gina it's it's I love that you call it a spinner um I just want to like pinch your little cheeks um and okay what else so kind of like when we started this podcast um I am sick again I I had a healthy couple months there um None, no one else in my family has gotten the crud, but it hit me like a ton of bricks last uh, Wednesday. So for reference, this is a Monday evening. So it was like five days ago. And I actually didn't go to work on that Thursday, kind of for a multitude of reasons. I, you know, in healthcare, we drag ourselves into, you know, spaces where we either try, you know, we already have sick people or we're trying to get people well. Um, Mm -hmm. And if we're fortunate enough to be well, we certainly don't want to be getting sick in healthcare facility. So anyway, I, that is just a soapbox topic for me that we have, you know, PTO or paid time off in healthcare. And I really just strongly feel that there needs to be a separate bucket for sick time because you're so, you're so de-incentivized. Is that a word? Disincentivized to using mm-hmm. your vacation time to sit at home, you know, holding down the couch because you don't feel well. So I think Wait most people drag themselves in when they shouldn't. So you don't have, I'm sorry, I guess I, I'm, I'm used to getting sick time. So you have P, paid time off PTO. Correct. So you, you can't, you, they're all in the same bucket, sick time yep. and vacation time. Yep. So you that get so however many hours a pay period. So like I get eight ish a pay period. So that's one day off every 10, what? which is actually really great. But when is you it? want that, okay. yeah, but in healthcare, typically if you want Christmas, let's say off, you have uh-huh. to take PTO um, okay. because, oh. you know, a hospital, for example, like, sure. you know, if Christmas happens to fall on a Tuesday, that's normally a, if you're a salaried employee, that's a day that you would normally work. So if you want it off um, now, I because I work in an outpatient setting, I get I think it's like six holidays paid off a year. Um, but outside of that, if I want the time off, like Christmas Eve, for example, I typically don't work. I mean, patients are not coming in to see the dietitian <laughs> on a Christmas <laughs> Eve and people kind of in the more administrative roles are not working on Christmas Eve by and large. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of like, do I want to take that time if we don't have plans? Not really. So I may work. Um, I don't know, mm-hmm. just this weird I, healthcare is kind of dumb in that way. But anyway, yeah. So your PTO time is all lumped together. So your vacation time is, you know, really of equal weight to that of sick time or personal time or whatever you want to call it. So I just think that's dumb. Okay. 
Yeah, um, I agree. So I, I, I waste, I actually ended up working that evening from home. So I, I, I wasted, I'm putting in quotes, um, six hours, six hours of PTO, but I probably kept my team healthy. So that's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like patients. nearly well. Yeah. And my patients, um, what else? Uh, I thought I had one other thing, but the girls started yeah. gymnastics and dance tonight. Just uh, saw the video. It was adorable. <laughs> yeah. Your question, why do, Why are some of them wearing tap shoes and the other ones wearing um, ballet shoes? I cannot yeah. answer that question. So okay. it's, it's a little bit of a juggle because they're in the same facility at the same time, but one is upstairs and one is downstairs. <laughs> so it's like I'm jogging up and down the stairs to try and kind of catch both of them. But uh, uh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it was adorable. Very Thanks. cute. Yeah. Actually, Shay was the five-year-old was in tears because she wanted to be in the three-year-old's class um, because it was of course her sister and then a friend from school so we she you know that's all she wanted for her birthday was gymnastics and she spent basically every minute since then sobbing about it oh Oh, my gosh typical five-year-old fashion um yeah (laughs) uh, so before we kind of dive in today um, just a reminder that if you're loving our content, which we hope that you do, please um, consider giving us becoming a Patreon for our show. So what that means is that a small monthly donation donation helps to support the ongoing costs of the podcast. And as Gina and I are learning, those are plentiful and growing, it seems. So uh, check out P-A-T-R-E-O-N backslash dietitians dish if you're interested in learning more. Um, so kind of going right in, we thought it would be fun to just do something fun and also to get, get you guys to know us better and certainly for Eugene and I to learn a little bit more about one another. So today Mm -hmm. is all about chatting fall holidays, beer and candy. And I know Gina, we are both ready for this. We were texting all day going, I can't wait. I can't wait. So, um, like Gina, when you were a kid, what like what pops into your mind as far as Halloween memories? Yeah, so I was an only child for the, th- the first 13 years of my life. That's a maybe a fun fact that you didn't know about me. So my brother was born when I was 13 years old. Same parents, no divorce. They just waited 13 years. Who knows why? He was probably an oops. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> um, so I, I basically did a lot of Halloweens with my neighbor friends, my neighbor, lots of kids in, in the neighborhood. What I remember distinctively is always having a pretty fun costume. My mom would either make it or the neighbor, our neighbor would make it. She was very creative. And also I remember it being really cold and lots of leaves. I I just, that's what I remember about being out on Halloween. I, I feel like it was colder than it is now and it could be global warming or it just could be because I noticed it more as a kid. Who knows? I also have to say, if you are our age, you will remember this character, but Edward Scissorhands uh-huh. was my best costume. My mom put it together. <laughs> it was amazing. If I can find a picture of myself as Edward Scissorhands, I will put it uh, on our on our Instagram story because it was just classic. <laughs> That's cute. What about you? Um, so I feel like such a dud. Halloween is not my jam. Like it's just never been a holiday that really <laughs> just like gets me fired up. I don't know. Um, I I think I just lack like creative juices when it comes to Halloween and I hate being scared. Like ha- haunted mm. houses, all that stuff does not appeal to me. I can remember in high school, there was like a whole block that committed to like making 
crazy, scary stuff. And I vividly remember my best friend to this day, a guy like chasing her, you know, all a part of it. And she screamed her ass <laughs> off and ran into my dad's like old suburban. And I remember like she was traumatized. Uh, she mm-hmm. did not like that. Um But I can just remember, you know, I grew up in a really urban suburban area and just outside of Chicago. And so I can remember actually trick or treating on my way home from school. Uh, Asked me what my costumes were. Couldn't even tell you Um, other than I knew at the age of two, which doesn't really count. Maybe it was three, two or three. I think it was two, though. I was a like a fix it man. Um, I had like my little Sesame Street tools around like a belt. I don't know. This was my mom's oh, idea. Cute. But I had chicken pox. So she always says my first like Halloween that she was actually excited for. I spent covered in what, what did you put on chicken pox? Uh, um, calamine lotion. Yeah. Like the well, you <laughs> oatmeal. <know>. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, but there's some pictures of that. But yeah, I, I don't oh know. I traded tons of candy with my brother because we had very different tastes in candy. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do like Halloween. I think now that I have children, I like it a lot more. Yeah, I would agree with you. It was never really my favorite. I've always loved fall, but I haven't always loved Halloween. Although I will say I do like to be scared. I love haunted houses and scary movies. <laughs> okay, interesting. Well, that's cool. I don't I, love a lot of people dressing do. up though. No. Yeah. No, I, it's not my thing. Uh, it's just, it's just not. It, so yeah. if we had like a cool party to go to and we could mm-hmm. come up with a theme or something, I'd be, I'd be all about it. Um, mm-hmm. Like the girls this year, I think I shared Shay's going to be a veterinarian and Piper's going to be a cat. And the fact that they like coordinate, I'm, I'm just excited about it. It's so dumb, but whatever. Oh, I can't wait to see that. It'll be cute. Do you know what are your kids being? Yeah. So Cameron is going to be if you've seen any of my Instagram stories, you can probably guess in one guess, but he's going to be Captain America. Uh-huh. In fact, he's been Captain America for the past month. So it's not going to be any different. It's going to be a normal day. And <laughs> he basically is Captain America. And then Paige is going to be Princess Elsa from oh. Frozen. Okay. She wants me to braid her hair like Princess Elsa's, which makes me a little nervous because her hair is not long enough. So I'm just wondering how that's going to go down. We'll see. <laughs> I I feel like that whole Elsa thing. Yeah. Just wait till you pull up YouTube and try and get some ideas for it. It's like, you know, oh when you gosh. pull up a picture, when you go to get your hair done and you're like, I want it to look like this. And then you leave and it looks nothing like that. It's like, yeah, girl, you, you don't have enough to work with, or that's not the texture of your hair. Like that's Elsa in all situations. Like Elsa has bomb hair and it's just, you can't recreate yes. it. Oh my you gosh. Can't. So, so true. Good luck to you, Gina. Thank uh, you. I'm going to need it. I think Shay was Elsa two years ago, one or two. Oh, maybe okay. it was last year. I don't know. All right. So kind of pre tonight, what would you say your favorite beer is? Yeah, so we're diving into the taste test now. We're gonna we're gonna kind of sprinkle the the taste testing throughout this episode. So of course, the next question has to be, what's your favorite beer? All right, so we have similar answers. I would say hands down, my my favorite beer of all time is actually from <clears throat> Michigan. I see that, and Gina. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm not very happy about it, but I I cannot lie. <laughs> I do love a good Bell's Two Hearted Ale. Bells in general, I love. So I'm really excited to try the Bells. What was it? Officially hazy. Uh-huh. Very excited about that. But yeah, Bells Too Hard Ale is my favorite. It is a hoppy. It's an IPA, correct? Yes. Uh, okay. Actually, it's a, um, or is it I think a it's an ale? American pale ale. Okay. I never know the difference. I know IPAs are more hoppy. I feel like the Bells is just like the perfect. 
It's not too hoppy, but it's yes. hoppy enough. It's a perfect mix. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I also, if I'm not doing a pale ale, I love Polliner Hefeweizen. Mm-hmm. So it's a weedier ale. I love the weedy wheat ales, I guess is what they're called. Or Hefeweizens. Uh, I love Great Lakes anything. So Great Lakes breweries in Cleveland. I pretty much love everything that they make. I think the only one I've tried that I have not loved was the Dortmunder. I just didn't like it. If you're from Ohio or anywhere in the Midwest, you've probably heard of Great Lakes. But my two favorites by them are Elliott Ness and Burning River. And then also we have a ton of local breweries here in Columbus. One of my favorites is called Land Grant. And they've they've got just a ton of really great, delicious beers. And I mainly, I would say if I had a choice between like a weedy beer or an IPA or a pale ale, I would choose a pale ale slash IPA. I do not like pilsners or lagers. I need something with lots of hops or lots of like weedy undertones. How about you? Yeah, I would say almost exactly. I I would in recent years, I've moved a little bit away from the weedier stuff um, just because mm-hmm. I think especially going from an IPA, you know, something hoppy, it just seems to lack flavor um, mm-hmm. or it's just a much different flavor. I used to really go for stuff that was super bitter. Um, I'm trying to think of like anti-hero I think of as being pretty bitter. Um, yeah, I mean, not in a bad way at all, but I think I, I've grown an appreciation here or unfiltered IPAs or what are often called hazy IPAs. Bell's Two-Hearted is, I mean, that's like mm. our go-to. You know, I mean, there's mm. no going wrong. If you like mm. craft beer, you almost are guaranteed to like Bell's Two-Hearted. Uh, we should have them sponsor our episode right now. For <laughs> real. they, Yeah, that's Mark's like, he drinks, too, I mean, that is, he's very loyal to Two-Hearted. Um, oh, have you heard of Three Floyds? I have not. Okay. Is it called... Is that, is that a brewery? So the brewery is called Three Floyds. And then the beer that I really like is called Zombie Dust. And so if you're huh. a beer snob at all, like me, um, mm-hmm. you often look up like a rating out of 100 and Zombie Dust scores either 99 or 100. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty high. Bell's too hard. I could ask Mark. If he pops in here to steal some of my beer, mm-hmm. I'll ask him. Um, okay. And then uh, some local stuff. So if you're in Southwest Michigan, by chance, uh, Transient, uh, I think it's called Transient brewing is really, really good. They have, um, an unfiltered IPA called juice is loose. So good. Did we go there? No, no. Okay. I don't know why that sounds familiar to me, but I guess not. Maybe. I don't think so though. No, No, we went to Greenbush. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't even sound familiar, but I'm sure it was delicious. (laughs) So we're not going to score our beers from one to a hundred. We're going to score ours like we did with our bars from one to five. And this time we're, we're purely scoring on taste. I mean, obviously, you know, alcoholic beverage are not required to list ingredients or nutrition facts, right? I don't actually, maybe they do list ingredients, but normally uh, I, I don't, don't know. see ingredients. They're not under the FDA. So they don't have the same no. guidelines as far as labels. <laughs> the Food and Drug Administration, by the way, I remember. Oh my gosh, I cracked up. <laughs> that was so funny. Okay, are we, I'm, I'm getting thirsty, Gina. I'm, I'm yes. parched over here. Let's do Bells. it. So we're going to start with Bell since we love their IPA. Um, that too hearted. So this is called officially hazy and you're the one who told me about this one. Official hazy. Yeah. This is a Mark find. Um, and it says it's a hazy India pale ale, um, pungent American hops combined with wheat and Pilsen malt results in a smooth, aromatic, juicy IPA. What do you think? Oh my, this is like the combination. Okay. So you read the, the description 
with wheat. It's, it's like a combination of wheat and pale ale. The two, two of my favorite flavors. It's like your this dream beer. so good. This is going to be my new favorite. You're welcome. Oh. Gonna, I'll let Mark know. He told us, he was like, I suggest you do this in a certain order. I'm like, nope, Gina's got to figure it out. So Uh-oh. this this was not supposed <laughs> to be beer number one, but that's okay. Uh, why was, did he want us to save that one for last? Cause it's going to be the best. Uh, no, no. Which oh my one? gosh. That's so good. All right. So what's our next number? So I would give that a five hands down. Yeah. I could drink a, that anytime, any day. I'm a big fan. Agreed. I'm going five. So right. the founders, so yeah, founders is, is a, why do you say it's funny? I, the picture on the front, on the label of this little chubby boy eating <laughs> like oatmeal. <laughs> He's pretty cute. Yeah. With like a legit napkin tied around his neck. Like <laughs> yeah. it might be a tablecloth. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it says um, it's a breakfast out, double chocolate coffee oatmeal stout. So it's 8.3%. So. Mm. Oh, you've got oh it gosh. open. You are going. All right. Hold on. Yeah, okay. I got a yeah, bottle opener. Okay. Something about me too. I cannot drink beer if it's at all like warm. It has to be cold. Like my coffee has to be piping hot. My beer has to be really cold. So I, I got this out about 10 minutes ago. So yeah, you better believe I'm, I'm drinking up. So this to me, it tastes heavy, almost like I could probably only have one and I'd be, I'd be good to go. It's very, I taste the coffee more than I taste the chocolate, but I do like it. I do like it. For me, this is, and truly I, I love beer. Like I love (laughs) beer. Um, but you know, thinking of fall and stuff, like we lit the fire for the first time this weekend and mm-hmm. I just immediately, as much as I love a good unfiltered IPA, you know, or whatever, there is something about having a stout or a porter in front of like just hanging out on the couch, relaxing in front of the fire. I'm like, this is OK. This is OK. <laughs> We're going to make it through winter. Like we got this. We have small glimmers of hope here. Yeah. See, I don't do them very often. I just don't. Uh, but I maybe because I just forget about them. I'm always I always zero in on the IPAs and pale ale. So I need to. I'm glad I'm expanding my horizons currently. I would probably give that. Honestly, I would probably give it a four, but I probably would never buy it. That's just my opinion or buy it like, either at, for at home or out. I probably just wouldn't. Yeah, I would agree. It's like a I would say it's a three to a four. I would say if you're mm-hmm. going to have one, it's a four. I think of, I think I'm thinking along the same lines as you is like, what's something that you're really going to gravitate towards on a regular basis? Cause you love it so much. Yes. Um, and I almost feel like if I drank that before bed, I would feel like I'm wired. I mean, it tastes very, very coffee. Yeah. It tastes like it has caffeine in it. Like it could yeah. wake you up in the morning. <laughs> it's almost like a Jaeger bomb or like, what is it? What did we used to do in college? Jaeger or not Jaeger, um, Red Get Bull it. vodka. Like you, you get your high and your low. That's <laughs> your what upper, I feel your like downer. drinking that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a good tailgate beer, like a morning game. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Perfect. It'll, okay. it'll go great with eggs. <laughs> oh, for sure. Okay, so moving on, talking about fall. What is your favorite fall tradition, Nicole? Uh, this is a little bit of a holiday one, but I, I'm going to throw it out there so that people can kind of get in the holiday spirit a little bit. Oh, that's I can't mm-hmm. believe I said that. Like, I'm always the I one who's it. like too soon, too soon. So mm-hmm. a million years ago, my um, and you have to understand, I grew up in I always say I grew up in a museum 
Uh, but I grew up what? in a house where you only ate or drank food at the at the dining room table. Your shoes came off. We had white carpet. I mean, it was just we had it was a tightly, tightly. Uh, what do they say? Tight run, tightly run ship. Anyway. Ship. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was. Um, it, it, you know, you just, my parents, yeah, you just didn't make messes in my house. And so okay. when, I never would have thought that, but okay. Well, cause I'm the exact opposite. And I always <laughs> tell my mom and dad, I'm like, you ruined me. Like I'm like the other end of the spectrum because I grew up just in such a rigid, clean place that I'm like, yeah, I'm just the opposite. So anyway, I think mm-hmm. it was my grandma who spilled some red wine on a brand new white tablecloth at a holiday. And okay. so I don't know what came over my mother. Maybe she had had a couple of glasses of wine. I'm not sure. But she said, here, granny, here's a, a permanent marker. Circle it, date it and, you know, put the holiday or whatever. So she um, wrote like granny 1990, whatever, probably two. I don't, I don't know. And uh, put like, you know, Thanksgiving or whatever it was. So anyway, the the it became everybody wanted to try and spill on the tablecloth so that they got to write on it. And it eventually over the years just became like a big masterpiece of people doodling on it and writing, you know, their family or like a just something, some type of a little update. So it really became the tablecloth that we pulled out for all major holidays and get togethers that people could kind of commemorate by making some type of a signature. So I really think of that as being a fall tradition. Yeah. I've shared that even on my blog and people are always like, that's such a good idea. So I want to start doing it in my house too. Uh, But that's really my mom's uh, tradition that we're a part of, of course. Um, And it's totally cliche to say, but I love all things pumpkin and that nitro pumpkin thing that you posted from Starbucks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Girl. (laughs) That thing looks. Have you amazing. had it yet? No, oh. but if I had time today, I was at the hospital too long. I was that was my next stop. If I had time, I was like, I'm going to Starbucks, and I didn't. So maybe tomorrow. It looks so oh my gosh. good. Wait, um, the hospital where you work? Yeah. So we round on okay. patients sometimes. Yeah. So oh, okay, I was kind of all over the place today, and I did not have time to stop at Starbucks. It was. Um, it's just so good. I was going to talk about that. Yes, later, but. It was delicious. Okay, you have okay, you gotta you gotta tell me the full order later so that we can all get it right. <laughs> Sounds um, good. But I would say since living in Michigan, other than all things pumpkin, um I because I am that girl, I'm like pumpkin in my coffee, pumpkin in my oatmeal, pumpkin dessert, mm-hmm. like pumpkin bread, <laughs> like bring on the pumpkin, pumpkin beer, as we'll see in pumpkin a couple minutes. Toothpaste, yeah. pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then when it's done, it's done. You know, it's I just I go hard for a couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say since living in Michigan, which is seven and a half years now, for sure, just like apple and pumpkin picking, um, just again, getting out in nature. We do this all summer long. And it's nice to just see that kind of translate through uh, the fall months. And it's I mean, my kids are just so accustomed to picking apples and I just I love it. Love it. Love mm-hmm. it. Love it. What about you? Yeah. I mean, ditto. I absolutely I have always I don't know why, but fall has always been my favorite holiday. I'm sorry, season. And that's one of the reasons, not a holiday. It's one of the reasons why I love living in Ohio is because we've actually, we actually get to see all the seasons. You know, I, I think I would enjoy being somewhere that has the same season all year round, but after a while it it would get old. I mean, I get, even though I love fall, I am usually ready for winter to come when it's winter time. So but out of the four, I love fall the most. I love the crisp weather. I love pumpkins. I love the beautiful color of fall, all the different colors on the trees. So yeah, we go apple picking. We go uh, to a place that's local called Leeds Farm where we get pumpkins and 
you know, do hayride and go on a big slide and uh, ride a tractor. Lots of fun. Uh, and, you know, I would love to build on those traditions. We always pump, uh, carve our pumpkin like two or three nights before trick or treat. We always have a family that we go trick or treating with who actually lives about 20 minutes away from us. But we actually went on vacation to Florida for Paige's first Halloween and their son's first Halloween. And it was on Halloween. Yeah. So we were there for the 31st. So we actually were in a condo in Florida and we went trick or treating with that, with the kids when they were one out there. And every, ever since then they come here or we go to their place for trick or treat. So that's a, a tradition that we have at least for Halloween. And then of course, beyond that holiday stuff, we'll talk about that on another episode, but I would love to start a, a tradition kind of like what you said, something that involves the whole family uh, and more like the extended family. I love that idea about the, uh, the, the tablecloth. I think that's great. So yeah, that's, that's really it. We don't, I mean, I'd love to build on my, tr- our traditions, but we've got some simple ones for now. You guys love football too. Oh yeah, of course. And football. your team's actually good. Uh, yeah. I think we were ranked number three today. Okay. Details. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're just jealous, Nicole. Jeez. So I took a picture of the score on whatever Big Ten Network or ESPN this past weekend when mm-hmm. Illinois was playing Michigan. And we were down only three points. It was 25-28, I think, in the third or the fourth. And I was like, uh-huh. you know what? No matter what the outcome, like this is happening right now. Like we are that close to like <laughs> yeah. not losing in the moment to number 16, yeah. Michigan. So even though I live in Michigan, I'm an Illinois fan. So, but yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Football chili. All right. Great Lakes. Is that our yep, next Great Lakes. taste? So, no, uh, truth be told, I have had the Great Lakes Oktoberfest. However, I have not had it in a very, very long time. And actually they say, I, I know it's true that especially with these small batch breweries, they always taste different, like every year, year to year. So we'll see how this tastes this year. It's funny you say that because I think you were the one who turned me on to Great Lakes Christmas Ale. Does that sound mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then Probably. Mark and I got on that forever. Like we would buy out the liquor stores here because they would get like <laughs> three, you know, six packs or whatever. And we're like, we want them all. And then mm-hmm. after a couple of years, we were like, we don't actually like this beer. Like, I think they changed their, like it just wasn't quite the same or okay, so changed, but I don't know. Nick. Nick, who acts like he knows everything, truth, truth be told, like we'll tell, we'll talk he about doesn't listen to the podcast, does he? <laughs> I don't even care if he does. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but he told me that they, they actually hired a new master brewer, like the, the master brewer that they were using for a super long time, no longer is there. And it's someone new. And that's why it tastes different. Oh, I have no idea where he gets this information or if it's legit, but I'm just, just throwing it out there. the Christmas ale one. <laughs> No, I think in general. So I think maybe most of the Great Lakes beers taste a little bit different than normal. Who knows? But no, I, I yeah, I don't know. That's that's what he said a couple of years ago. He said this, so maybe it does taste different now too. Okay, well, so I like the Oktoberfest. Yeah, the Oktoberfest is. Have you ever had this? Is this your first time? Um, well, I bought the beer a couple weeks ago, um, like two weeks ago. So I I had had it. Yes, I was anxious, okay. but it was like two weeks ago. So it says our take on this classic German style is a celebration of maltiness packed with rustic autumnal flavors to put a little more oomph into your oom papa. <laughs> is oh, that well, like an Oktoberfest thing? Sounds very German. All right. I like it. It's good. It is good. It reminds me of being in Germany last year for, for Oktoberfest. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's, it's a traditional Oktoberfest brew. I would give it a four. I'm not going to give it a five. I would agree. I would say, yeah, 
a three, four, somewhere in there. Okay. It's not my the style I would normally gravitate towards, but I feel I, I feel like it's kind of like the stout, like one, and I'm good. Exactly. If I had any more than that, and plus the Great Lakes beers tend to be higher in alcohol content. Not that it matters, but speaking of higher in alcohol content, the Dogfish beer. Now, Dogfish is hold on. I want to say yes, it's from Delaware, Delaware. The, the state, not Delaware City in Ohio, where you used to live. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, this used to be my obsession beer. So I have had this before. It's been a long time. In fact, I don't think I've tried this beer since September of 2012 when Nick and I got married because we bought a keg of this beer and transported it to North Carolina for our wedding. We were that obsessed with it. Oh, you did like this beer. Okay. Oh yeah. Big time. So I haven't had it in a while. Let me see. My sister-in-law texted today to say, Hey, I'm not sure when your episode is. Um, but she recommended the pumpkin. I've had it. I've had it too. And they're really good. She prefers the pumpkin a little bit over the pumpkin ale. So yeah, if you like, I would actually agree with her. The thing about the pumpkin ale for me, I know I used to be obsessed with it. It's just too sweet. Oh, interesting. Okay. I feel like it tastes like fall. I, t- I feel like I'm eating or drinking like a pumpkin pie. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, I'm drinking a dessert in the best way. It's not like a, a sweet cocktail. It's like a sweet beer, which I don't necessarily like. It's a sweet beer in a good way. I don't know if I'm describing this well, but it tastes like fall. It tastes like pure fall to me with a little bit of sugar on it. So they describe it as a brown ale brewed with pumpkin and spices. I think I taste the spices more than the sweet. Um, but I think I agree. I do think I like the pumpkin better. And that's by Southern Tier. Is that correct? I'm not. I'm not sure. It's been a while since I've had it. But I do remember trying it and thinking, hmm, this is actually better than my obsession. <laughs> she sent me a picture so, today. I'm going to look it up. Um, I actually do. I forgot to mention it. It on is my Southern favorite. Tier. Yeah. Okay. Of my favorite beers, I also love the Dogfish 90 and 120 minute IPA. Oh, and I you believe have good taste in beer. It's so hard to find. It that 120 is, is hard. It is really hard to find. And and I I want to say that the 120 means it's 12 percent alcohol, right? That I for do some not reason know. I feel like someone told me that once. I mean, it's super high in alcohol, but it, I mean, you can have one 12 ounce and you're good to go. At least for me. <laughs> I'm, good but it is delicious. Go. Good to go. Get it's, a it's, driver. The 120 is more hoppy than the 90. That's really the, the main difference. So I, yeah, big fan of dogfish beers. Okay. What Moving number right would you give pumpkin? Oh, yeah. Sorry. So honestly, I'm going to have to give it a three. Oh, okay. Which is crazy. I know. I'm down. Uh, I, I, I go four. Okay. I'm going four. All right. And um, what are next question here? What are some of your favorite holiday foods? And now holiday meaning Thanksgiving, October, or, uh, Halloween holiday, not necessarily Christmas holiday or you know okay. winter holidays yet. Then I answered appropriately, which is stuffing. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love stuffing. Ditto. And I've learned that I like stuffing that is on the drier side. Um, mm. So I've seen stuffing that's more like a gelatin consistency. And I would say that's not my favorite. Um, Mm -hmm. I like something a little bit drier. Love fall salads, which ironically is what we had for dinner tonight, which um, 
yeah, something with like apples and cranberries and blue cheese. Just I'm all over it. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm obsessed with pecan pie. As much as I love pumpkin, pumpkin mm-hmm. pie doesn't really interest me, but I do love crustless pumpkin pie. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. figure that one out. And so I'm mm-hmm. including a link in the show notes because okay. to me, that is a great, it's, I mean, I'm going to call it healthy. I mean, based on our last <laughs> podcast, but really looking <laughs> at something that's you know, pretty high in micronutrients, lower in added sugars. It's pretty high in protein. So yeah, check out that uh, crustless pumpkin pie recipe we're going to link to. So, What about you, Gina? Okay. I would say I, it's crazy. We have a very similar taste preference. I would say I also love, love stuffing. It's probably my favorite food that I put on my plate on Thanksgiving. And I also prefer drier stuffing because I feel like the wet stuffing reminds me of when I used to get Thanksgiving in elementary school, you know how they would do like Thanksgiving for lunch uh-huh. and it was always wet and like gelatinous, kind of like what you said. Oh, so I like it dry. <laughs> I also, Nick makes a really good cornbread stuffing with chorizo. Oh, oh, oh yeah. it's, it's really, yum. it's delicious. Okay. Anything is better with chorizo and then cornbread. True. Yum. Oh yeah. It's so good. And I'm also, I'm with you. I prefer, even though I absolutely love pumpkin pie, I absolutely love, love pecan pie. Uh, I did not used to be that way when I was a kid. I would say when I was small, when I was a child, I always would prefer, actually, I probably didn't eat either when I was a child other than the whipped cream. That was all I did. It was the whipped cream, but now I'll take the pecan. I'll take one of each. Let's be honest, but I prefer the pecan pie for sure. Uh, And other than that, yeah, everything pumpkin. I like pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, apple, just everything fall. Squash, uh, spaghetti squash, acorn squash, butternut squash, chili. I I guess those aren't really holiday. Those are more like fall foods, but you get the idea. Chili is the world's perfect food. You know how I feel about that. I know. I've been making a lot lately. I've been thinking about you. (laughs) Okay, so let's move on to candy. Oh, wait. No, we have one more. Yeah, we do have one more. Freshly squeezed. Have you tried this one before? I have not. So what I couldn't even, I wasn't even sure I'd even heard of Deschutes Deschutes. Brewery. Yeah. So it's in Oregon. Yep. Oh, I'm good. You guys, (laughs) I am such a beer snob. Yep. So (laughs) Bend, Oregon. And uh, if you like the official, I think you'll like this. Okay. Maybe not as well, but I think you'll like it. Impossibly juicy, undeniably refreshing, freshly squeezed. No fruit was harmed in the making of this beer. Does that mean there's no fruit in it? Hmm. Only hops. No, I don't know. I think you'll like it. (laughs) Oh. I do like it, although I kind of get like a metallic taste when I drink it. Oh, interesting. I know that is kind of weird. I think I'm a super taster. I feel like I taste everything. You're like me with like aspartame like or yes yeah you I yes just, i can taste it the second it's in a food yeah you and you can also taste pea protein apparently <laughs> yes yes i can <laughs> it's uh, got pea protein in it yes, i'm it does. still it's the eating 20th those ingredient. bars i have eight million like ziplocs <laughs> in my in my pantry and shay's constantly like what's this mom i'm like oh, it's a most of a bar, like, bar. Yeah, go for it. Um, Enjoy. You might get some gas, but you'll be fine. Um, I think this is a solid four for me. I would give it a four too. I I, I still prefer the officially hazy or official hazy 
uh, Bells, but I would definitely drink this. If I saw this on tap at a bar, I would drink it for sure. If I was recording a podcast on a Monday night, I would drink it for sure. Yeah, show. <laughs> Has Mark come up to retrieve any beer yet? No, not yet. <laughs> He's like, this could be the best podcast yet. Five beers deep. I'm like, okay, now it is Monday night and this girl's getting on a bus at six, six o'clock tomorrow morning to go to Grand Rapids. So yeah, there's no way. Oh, why? Um, twice a year because we're a part of a bigger health system now that's in Grand Rapids. We have to all bus it up there. You can drive too, but they have like charter buses that drive up there. Oh, okay. The meeting starts at 8 a.m. and it's an hour and a half away. So mm. it's just that's easier no at six o'clock in the morning. It's like, oh, just let somebody else do the driving. So yeah, I agree. But I'm not going to be okay. over for that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Maybe a candy hangover. So oh, let's chat candy. That's worth it. All right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. What was your, this is my favorite question, your favorite Halloween candy as a child? And what was the one that you hated as a child? Because I can think of, I'll just go ahead and, and dive right in. So I loved Three Musketeers. And no I mean, it was one my favorite. loves Three Musketeers. That's I know. so funny. It, I don't know what my deal was. I hated Snickers. I will say, true to how I am now, I really only prefer the chocolatey candy. So I wasn't really into, you know, like the, what are the little, anything sugary, what are the, like sweet tarts, didn't yeah. really love it. Uh, I didn't love suckers or jelly beans. My daughter, on the other hand, is the opposite. She loves anything that's just straight up sugar. I was always into chocolate and I still am. So I loved Milky Way, or I'm sorry, Three Musketeers. I did not like Snickers because it had the nuts in it, of course. I also hated Tootsie Rolls with a passion, um, but now I love them so much. And I also now love Snicker bars. What about you? Uh, yeah, I would say I really love candy with texture. So something like a Kit Kat or a Twix that has a bit of a crunch. Um, mm -hmm. I would say those are kind of top top for me. Uh, and then I would say Almond Joy in Mounds. So that, that like super sweet <laughs> coconut. Oh, love it. Mm -hmm. uh, with Almond Joy, you know, the crunch of the nut. Love it. I do. But love you loved it as a nuts. candy? Oh, yeah. Re Almond Joy? As a, as a candy. As a kid? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've always loved coconut. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. And not a fan of kind of like you, like the Skittles, Starbucks, Suckers, Sour Patch Kids, yeah. like that stuff does not interest me at all and s still doesn't. We had the same taste. <laughs> do you, oh, you like it's, Almond Joys and stuff too? I do. I love Almond Joy. I did not like them as a child though. I didn't like coconut as a child because it, <sighs> I, don't, I just don't think I liked the, the grainy, uh, flaky texture. Plus my dad didn't like it. So, you know, sometimes when your parents don't like things, it yeah. kind of gets you know, integrated into your brain. Oh, I must not like those either. Mark so. hates coconut. And I so actually add unsweetened coconut flakes to like oatmeal and stuff for the kids because mm. I feel like that fat really, especially in oatmeal or something, it has some staying power. So I really like mm -hmm. adding that because you're not getting all the sugar and it adds a ton of flavor. Oh, I love it. Love mm. it. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Love it. It's funny. Sometimes I get confused because, you know, I've got two men in my life. I've got, well, I've got three with my brother, but I've got my dad and my husband. My dad hates coconut. Nick loves coconut. So sometimes I forget and I'll, you know, like give my dad something with coconut. Like, I hate coconut. I'm like, oh crap, I forgot you were the one that hates it. Yeah, I've done that I remember times. that about Nick loving coconut. Really? Yeah. That's totally random. I know. That is super random. Okay. 
Can we eat the okay. M&M's now? Yes, M&M's. Okay, so I will tell you, I did a taste test with my children before they went to, or before. So for their late night snack tonight, I said, come downstairs and try some candy. So they were like, they each, jackpot. <laughs> oh, they were so excited. Paige gave every single one of these candies a five, by the way. <laughs> they all got a five. Okay, so we're going to do, I'm going to try the candy corn M&M first. Which you sent and I'd never heard of in my life. Um, well, and just to clarify, sorry, we're like crunching and munching and swallowing. Um, <laughs> the goal kind of being finding something either fall like and or new that maybe people haven't tried before. So I certainly have not tried the white candy corn M&Ms and I think they're better than expected because I do not like candy corns. They don't taste like candy corn at all. So what does white candy corn mean? Is that, uh, what like does a that white chocolate? Mean? That's what it tastes like. It tastes like white chocolate. With like, like extra candy sugar. Corn. Yeah. So I, I bit into it thinking it was going to taste like candy corn, which actually I don't mind. Uh, but it doesn't taste like candy corn to me. So if you buy it thinking it tastes like candy corn, you're going to be sadly mistaken. Okay. What about the. Do you like it better than regular M&M's though? No. Heck no. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no. No. Okay. I, I, I would is... give those a two. If we're gonna, are we going to rate these or are we just going to try them? Yeah, we should rate them. I would give it a give two, two as well. Ooh, I like the pumpkin mm-hmm. pie ones though. Okay, so white again, white. I wonder what the, what the deal with white is. White pumpkin pie. Hmm. I'm feeling so really healthy like- at this moment. <laughs> Beer <laughs> followed by sugar. <laughs> We're gonna sleep real well. That tonight. dreaded word we talked about last episode. I like these. I'm going four. I'll give them a three. Ooh, tough critic. Because they're better than the candy corn, but I still would never eat these. I would never eat these? Really? I don't think so. Uh Uh-uh. No. I would much prefer regular M&Ms. These would call my name from the cabinet, like when I'm watching TV at night. They'd be like, oh, no, no. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we don't have the same taste. (laughs) They're good. I don't, okay. I'm not a big candy eater though. So to me, it's kind of all great. Um, I, yeah, I guess it just doesn't taste chocolatey enough. It remind I can't put my finger on what it reminds me of. I just can't figure it out. Okay. It does have a pumpkin flavor, but it's, it's more, more sugar to me and less chocolate. Yeah. Which I, didn't we just say that's not what we like? You just said you like chocolate versus the sugary candy. Uh, touche. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Calling you out, Nicole. Yep, you got it. <laughs> oh All right. So we kind of already, <laughs> we, already, we kind of already answered this question, but what is your favorite candy now? No change. Yeah. Kit Kat, Twix, Almond, Almond Joy, Mounds. I, I've yeah. grown in my love for peanut butter though. Reese's peanut Cups. Peanut butter in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the peanut butter chocolate combo has definitely grown on me. I liked oh, it always. Sure. And now it's, now it's pretty lust worthy. It's funny. I would always eat a Buckeye as a child. I mean, whenever we would go to Buckeye football games, if you don't know what a Buckeye is, it's mm-hmm. it's a nut. It's a poisonous nut that, that comes grows on a tree. Yeah, it but is. it's also a candy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you make poison, Buckeyes. You poisonous okay? people. <laughs> Nicole also makes Buckeyes because she loves the Buckeyes. Go Bucks. So it's basically powdered sugar, peanut butter, rolled in a ball, and then dipped in and chocolate. Butter. And butter. Okay. They're delicious, but I didn't really gravitate towards Reese's peanut butter cups when I was a child for some reason, but now I would say they're my number one favorite candy. 
especially also, if they're cold oh, not yeah. frozen like refrigerated cold. oh yeah oh, i would agree so with good. you I also love Tootsie Rolls, like I said. And even though I said I didn't love sugary candies, I will say I do love a good Starburst. And I'll even, I even love Starburst jelly beans, even though I don't love jelly beans. Oh, yeah. I guess your taste, you change. All right. So let's continue with our, with our candy taste test. So I purchased at the store. I don't know. Had you ever heard of these Snickers peanut butter Basically, no. instead of nuts, it's peanut butter. But I cheated and I had one as soon as it arrived because I had to. <laughs> um, so it all it says is creamy Snickers peanut butter squares. They are oh my gosh. so good. They really are so good. So this good. is what I would create. I this mean, is what would call me, call to me in the kitchen. Because mm. it so has a bit of texture to it. It's like a, it's like a caramel meets a Reese cup. Yeah. That's a really good way to describe it. It's basically a, a snicker bar, but you've smoothed out the peanuts so that it's not crunchy. It's smooth. Now, typically I'm like you. I like a good texture in my candy bar. So this is not as much texture as a snicker, but oh my gosh, it's so good. Gone. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> okay. It's not big people. It's like an inch and a quarter maybe by an yeah, inch and a quarter. Yeah, it's really small. It's a little bites. bit bigger than it's like two Reese's peanut butter cups, but a little bit smaller. The little ones. Correct. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's like one of the regular size Reese's peanut butter cup, but probably okay. even a little bit smaller than that. Right. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. About comparable for sure. Okay. So I had to so talk good. about this. That's next a five. One you sent. five. I would say a five too, for sure. So you sent, <laughs> I had to make fun of you a little bit. My Werther's. You're going to make fun of my Werther's. <laughs> yes. You jerk. I think we're 80. <laughs> okay, so, Gina, you know what? You just go ahead and try it and then you call me 80, okay? Well, I will say when Paige came down to try, this was her favorite. <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you, Paige. Mm-hmm. She was like, this is bomb diggity. All right. <laughs> she didn't say that. Mm. Well, maybe I should add caramels because there is something about caramels. Oh, so good. So wait, is this Werther's original pumpkin spice harvest? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what it is? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't you're really all, taste. Hmm. You're all choked up over there. I am. I don't really get much pumpkin spice. Do you? <clears throat> no, not after the oh. pumpkin pie. M&M's, but I thought I did. I mean, it's good. It's a soft caramel, which I prefer soft to the hard. Gina, it is hard to find candies that we have not tried. I'm like scouring the town (laughs) trying to find like something new because you sent your candy first. And oh my gosh, should I tell the story about the beer? The beer? Yeah, getting you the beer. I don't know what story it is. Oh, maybe I didn't tell you the story. (laughs) No. So Gina was unable to find three of our five beers to sample. So last week. Which is crazy, by the way. Crazy to me. So crazy. So on my sick day, that was what I did. I went out and I I went to UPS. I like I went to the dollar store and got all the bubble wrap and everything. And then I went to UPS and Mm. she's like, what's Mm -hmm. in it? And I was like, I was like in a like cold medicine haze. And I was like, it's beer. And she's like, oh, we can't ship beer. And 
honestly, like I knew that, like, duh. And she, I was like, if I say it's water, can we just start over? And she's like, no, I know what's in there. And uh, so I went to USPS after that and they were like, what is it? I'm like, candles. So... <laughs> And then she goes, this was Thursday of last week. And she goes, well, you know, do you want to overnight it for like $72? I'm like, H to the no. Like, it is not (laughs) worth that, people. Sorry. We love our listeners, but it is not worth $72 to ship three beers. And I was like, no, it was like, what what was priority going to be? And she's like, well, it's not guaranteed Saturday, but it's it's probable on Saturday. And Monday is Columbus Day. And of course, today's Monday. We're supposed to be podcasting tonight. I'm like, great. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, we're going to go with it. So I shipped it. But I was like, I was so mad. It took me four stops to ship these three stupid beers. I am so sorry. No, you would think. Mark is with me. I'm like, what's a taste test if we don't have the same beers? He's like, I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree. Okay. Yeah. It was really pulled through, Nicole. Way to go. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) So the taste test almost didn't happen. And I was afraid this woman was going to like call USPS and get like ahead of me and be like, um, she's shipping beer, not candles. Like I was, (laughs) where I was going to go to jail if it showed up like bleeding on you. So there's much worse things that people ship. Yeah, true. And I still have a frog in my throat, so I apologize. All right. Okay, so I found these every I feel like every candy company is now doing these, you know, jelly beans or Skittles where one might be a rotten one. Have you tried the jelly bean one, the rotten jelly bean package? Oh, my gosh. Don't do it. They have like vomit and booger. Ew, and, no. And, and I'm like, not. I'm not even kidding, Nicole. I, I had the the vomit one once. It literally tastes like vomit. It's almost like the candy, you know, manufacturers, the taste testers had to taste actual vomit first and then, you know, create this jelly bean because it tasted legit. Like, how like do vomit. they sleep at night? My job is coming up with a vomit flavor jelly bean. <laughs> like, come on, people. I mean, it might be kind of fun, actually. No. So so these are zombie Skittles. They have, uh, let's see. I ripped it so I can't It tastes it. like a uh, Skittle. I don't know. Well, so they have all the normal flavors. Cherry, let's see, blackberry. Is and there like a, a booger one in here? So, yeah. So there's one bad one. I will tell you, I've been eating these for a while because I wanted to find the bad one and see what it tasted like. Oh, the mummified <clears throat> melon, maybe? No, no, no. Those are all just fun names. They give the, the flavors, but there's one rotten one and it tastes, both Nick and I found a rotten one and we think it tastes like a rotten pepperoni. <laughs> Done. So I, it tastes <laughs> the one like pepperoni. I tasted, what did she say? <laughs> Was it? Okay, well, okay, don't I'm, continue. I'm pouring maybe them later. to look at them. They maybe let the your same. kids try them. I keep giving them to my kids and like waiting to see their face if they get a bad one, but never have they, or they just haven't noticed, which is very strange to me because it tasted like pepperoni, but rotten, not good. Ugh. So it's fun, you know, but it's been done before. All right. Moving right along. So I'm going to, I mean, they're Skittles. I'll give them a four because they're Skittles. I tasted one. It was, it was fine, but I don't really love Skittles. So I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. Taste the rainbow. Moving along. Okay, so, oh, the last one. Oh, no, there's two more. So we've got Kit Kats. We've got the pumpkin Kit Kat. This is also one of Paige's favorites. It is very good. Okay, I do not like them. Mm. I had to try. I tried one earlier. I think that they are terrible. Really? Yeah, dislike. I give it a one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I do not like them at all. Ooh, no. I don't love the aftertaste. 
after swallowing it. Mm. Oh, Paige loves these things. More than my Werther's? Mm, I don't know. She just had that for the first time today. (laughs) Make sure she brushes her teeth really well. Um, I told her to give the rest to her grandma D. (laughs) I feel like it's a three. What don't you Mm. like about it? Too sweet? No, I just, I can't even put my finger on it. I just don't enjoy the taste. I just don't think it's good. I think I've come to the conclusion that as much as I love pumpkin, I don't think I like pumpkin flavored candies. Yeah, sad. So I'm excited to try this last one. I've actually really been looking forward to trying this one. So this one looks like a Reese's peanut butter cup, but I believe it has creamy pumpkin inside. It doesn't even have the annoying outside wrapper to slow you down. I love that. Exactly. So it's big. It's bigger than a regular Reese's peanut butter cup or a, a regular mini, I guess. So these are called pumpkin spice cups. Okay. And they're like generic. I'm pretty sure I found them at Dollar Tree. Mm. Mm. Okay. No. No. Not loving it. Don't, yeah. Don't like it. Yeah. Cameron enjoyed this. <sighs> I love yeah, how you I had just, them taste test them all. Oh, yeah. They were so excited. Actually, when I told Paige she could come down and taste test, she thought she was going to be on the podcast. And then she goes, when am I going to podcast with that girl again? I go, <laughs> Shay? <laughs> that girl. Yeah, that girl that. again. <laughs> yeah, I would never eat that again. First of all, the chocolate tastes fake. It tastes like that really cheap, like you said, it tastes like cheap chocolate. Tastes like dollar store chocolate. <laughs> yeah, it totally does. You biased me when you said that. And it's just, it's just no good. So which is your favorite? My favorite out of all the of Snickers them. peanut butter. Definitely the Snickers peanut butter. Yeah. And then I guess now, granted, I did not love really any of these. I guess my second would have to be the Whirlers. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a minute. I was looking at the M&M. I was like, yeah, I think she's going to say white pumpkin pie M&Ms. That's no. hilarious. The Whirlers. Yeah. <laughs> the Whirlers. <laughs> I hate See, Gina? See? Mm, Keep making fun of my right. candy. <laughs> Shoot. Oh my goodness. Well, that all washes down very nice with a sip of the, the pumpkin ale. Mm, the fan. Hazy. <laughs> oh, <you're hazy. laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, okay. You want me to read a review here? I do. All right. So Casey Lopez wrote uh, a review titled Loving the Podcast. And she said, I met Gina and Nicole over a decade ago within the nutrition blogging community. I'm so thrilled they started this podcast. They have a gift for serving their audience valuable research-based nutrition and health information in an entertaining way through relatable discussion. Keep up the amazing work, ladies. So that was so sweet. Thank you, Casey. That was so nice. So sweet. Um, Love it. So what about some new faves, Gina? All right. So I did some more modifications to your cookies. I just have to throw this out there. Speaking of pumpkin. So basically this time what we did was instead of banana, we did pumpkin. So we added, I think your recipe called for two bananas. So we added, I think maybe three fourths cup of pumpkin. And they were, I think, better actually, because I just love anything pumpkin unless it's candy, apparently. So that's one thing. And then, of course, I have to talk about the new pumpkin cream cold brew, which I tried for the first time. So, okay, here's what it is. It's a a nitro brew. That's so delicious. So it's the nitro brew coffee, and then they make a pumpkin cream with a little bit of sugar and then pumpkin spice on top. 
but they also put a shot of vanilla in it. Okay. I got mine without the shot of vanilla and it was, it was perfect for me. It just did not like, I don't like real sweet coffee drinks. Agreed. I, so I didn't need the shot of vanilla in my opinion. It was perfectly fine without it. So I just got the nitro brew with the cream, the cold pumpkin cream on top and then the pumpkin spice. And it was just, it, it was to die for. You got to get it. So good. I, tomorrow. It's, it's on the agenda. Okay. It's penciled in. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I have any new mom wins or anything. Huh? Let me think about this. Okay. I don't think so. That's boring. Okay, well, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. You know, I just realized I don't have, or do I? I think I cut out my ending. <laughs> so let's see. That's okay. In the, well, in the our next notes. episode is um, after this is going to be on our time at the Fancy Conference, which is the Food yes. and Nutrition Conference and Expo, which Gina and I are attending in uh, late August, October, August, October. Um, <laughs> and we're going to talk about what we learned, some favorite new products and all of that. So that'll be coming on November 10th. Right. And let's see. And, and then, then, of course, following. It looks like I cut it. Oh, no. Here we go. Okay. So don't forget to keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. If you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. You don't even have to write anything. Just fill out the stars. Until next time, everyone, be well and enjoy some good beer and pumpkin-flavored candies. Heck yeah. <laughs> Take care, Gina. See you, Nicole. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.